Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How are you? I'm not too bad. How are you doing? Doing well. Just living among some boxes at the moment. But no getting, re- getting ready for your big move? Yes. Next weekend. So hopefully it goes Amazing. well. <laughs> Have you been listening to Taylor Swift's Fearless album to help you with the moving process? I have. That and the Great British Big Off. A baking show or whatever it's called but a lot of fearless since it did drop on friday which is very exciting yes i uh i've been listening to it quite a bit after i've had a lot of challenges getting it to download through apple music I know. so it's uh don't know what's going on there i'm like getting to the point where i'm convinced to just go to spotify so i know get it together apple but <laughs> and apple's like so convenient so it yeah, would be like frustrating to move one. right but, like, they're always delayed. Like, the album's just going at 10. I don't want to wait till 10.30. It's already at my bedtime to, like, stay up for a 26-song <laughs> album. Don't I know. start it later. I know. <laughs> and, like, just because I've heard the songs before, it doesn't mean I'm going to skip through any of them. No, we're listening to the whole thing start to finish. And you have to, like, you can't, okay, when I first listen to an album, like, I have to go in the order that the artist has, like, released it. So I can't just skip to, like, the six vault songs, because that would I be know. sacrilegious. I, like, really, really debated doing that, because, like, I was just so excited to hear <laughs> them. But, like, I I went through it, and, like, yeah, it's, like, almost a two-hour album with you with the all 26 songs. But um, did you have a favorite song from the vault? Yes. So I, li- I really like the one with Keith Urban, Don't You? I think that's what it's no. called. No, that's... There was not the one on Don't You. Wait, okay. Which one's he on? He's on That's When. Okay, that's the one that I like. Okay, because I was like, I was like, I was gonna say my favorite was Don't You. <laughs> I'm, like, no, I'm confused <laughs> well, here. No. <laughs> yeah, but I think he sings background vocals just uncredited on on one of them. I thought I heard. Yes, I thought that, that too. I thought he was on two of them. Yeah, but you're talking the duet one. Yes. Or? Yeah, that's that one. Okay, that's the one that I like. I mean, they're yeah. all great. I know. Like, I think it would be cool. I mean, I'm sure she has so many more in the vault, but I would have loved to have been like, here is the Fearless Rear Point, and then here is, like, like the B side of Fearless that's, yeah. like, you know, a full album release. And if she did that with, like, every... Of, like, Joe Jonas diss tracks, because that's basically yes. what Fearless <laughs> is. I love Sophie Turner's post on Instagram where she's like, it's not not a bomb. <laughs> I think it's, I it's funny that they're uh, they're all in on the joke at this point. It's very right. mature of them. Right. And it, and there's been like so many TikToks that are like recreating Joe Jonas's reaction to, to the Fearless re-release. Um, but it's nice to see that like at least they're on the same page at this point and like can laugh about it. I like the ones like where... Jake Gyllenhaal and John Mayer are like afraid for their moments. What's <laughs> yeah, coming? Right. Like red is Jake Gyllenhaal, right? And yeah, um, speak now speak is now is John, John Mayer. Mayer. I mean, they should be scared. 
I know Reputation's not your favorite album, but like, how excited are you for the like the Kim Kanye it's tracks that were unreleased? <laughs> I mean, I feel like she was in an angry stage right then, so it'll right? be some like, good songs. Yeah, there's going to be some, some excellent bald songs from that one. <laughs> I heard that that the Red re-release, and I don't know if this is like, I don't know, it's obviously unconfirmed because she hasn't come out and said it, but there's going to be like a significant number of vaulted tracks that are coming out i don't even care how many there are i just want the like 10 minute version of all too well yes which is rumored that that's happening yeah like i need to know what verses were not included (laughs) because like just me so good but i don't know i i sent my friend yesterday and the order that i hope that they're released in which one do you hope is next well i i think it's going to be like a more so I guess the way that I thought is I feel like I thought that Speak Now in 1989 would be the last one's release because like to me those mark such like important moments of her career like Speak Now is like the one that she wrote all by herself proving them wrong that she can't yeah. you know write her own songs and then 1989 was the like go into pop world yes something. yeah she moved from but country it, to pop with that one yeah but I know it may not work because the time when she's allowed to rep release reputation may like might impact that where it probably has to be the uh, last one yeah right because that one she hasn't even been able to start re-recording it yet right right yeah, yeah. i think she can't until like the late fall of this year so i'm not sure but i kind of felt that like red might be the next one but i also know that they have recorded that snippet of wildest dreams that got released on that movie trailer yes, the spirit movie trailer yeah so i think probably like 1989 is probably the more realistic one that comes out next but i was just hoping that would be like one of the end ones kind of thing so (laughs) although it would be nice to have some like some up i know you're into the pop songs so like 1989 probably should be released now would be like yeah yeah absolutely i just need some like some excitement and like some dance around your living room songs kind of thing to lift you out of um the depression that you were in last week which i'm glad to see that you have Semi come out of this. <laughs> I mean, it was, sorry how dark I was a little bit <laughs> last week. It doesn't it look little... like you've hit the obesity track yet, so like I think we're okay. <laughs> I know I tried my hardest. I didn't make it, but I did learn that like another backup option could be to pretend I was pregnant and maybe I could get the, the vaccine that way. So exploring all avenues up yes. here in Canada. <laughs> I mean, no stone left unturned. Exactly, exactly. Do you think that the Kardashians are now allowed to listen to the new Taylor album? Well, I was chuckling a little bit not long ago because Kim was, like, really into Bridgerton. And they have the, like, lyric list. What is that called? Where there's no lyrics. (laughs) Where there's no lyrics. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, Taylor, there's a Taylor Swift song in Bridgerton. Got it. But it's just the melody the musical edition or whatever of it and in her story that was like the part of that she was showing and i was like oh this is a taylor swift song i don't know if you know that kind of thing so (laughs) interesting um yeah i don't know probably not i think that 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 feud is probably never gonna end there not just because connie's out of the picture no because i think it it ended up like the second time around was with kim more than kanye kind of thing true true kim is the one that released like yeah and like 
you know, so I think, I think that is probably not gonna to resolve itself, but they've got too many other things on the go this week. They had a very busy week. Yeah. Like every single one of them had something going on here. (laughs) Like Kim's a billionaire now. So like she can buy her friends. Is it like when Kylie was a billionaire and then they took it back or is it like legit a billionaire? I don't know because she said that that Forbes was wrong and they undervalued Skims and she's actually a one point six billion dollar heir. Um, oh, so got it. I mean, well, I mean, like, I mean, let's like, not, not just settle money. at one billion, okay? Yeah. <laughs> let's not let's get greedy here. Like for for either him, her, or Kylie, like it's not real money. She can't just go like walk yeah, into take a bank it out and of the cash bank. out. Yeah. Like it would be like liquidating and selling off all of the companies you've built so great but um <laughs> i don't know what the the divorce assets like if she'll be a half of a billionaire what that'll happen with the oh, props there, a prenup but, i can't imagine chris jenner would allow a marriage to happen without a prenup but connie was probably worth, worth more when they got Actually, married that's true so but I know there was like a lot of discussion around, I think we even talked about it, about like when they declared their separation because of California state laws, anything earned after you've de- been legally declared separated or whatever is yours. So. Yeah. Um, I have like two pieces of my favorite Kardashian news of the week, which aren't, isn't not the big news of the week, but one, have you seen the video of, um, I think ESPN posted it on Instagram today, Kylie Jenner playing the um like hoops kind of arcade game with Devin Booker. <laughs> yes. She kept it pretty close. I, know. I was impressed. Like, it was impressive. But yeah. it seems like, you know, Devin Booker and Kendall Jenner are making things like a little bit more official here. He's showing up on her Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not so hush hush anymore, but um yeah, it seems to be an he was not part of like the Easter festivities where he got the golf bag though, like like Travis oh. Barker is now. Ugh. Well, so, he did. They're... Travis Barker has inked his love for Courtney, so that's probably yeah. the level. Yeah. I was gonna say like that seems like a smart thing for anyone to do. Definitely get the <laughs> tattoo of the person you've been seeing casually for for sure two months. The but best idea. He's got enough tattoos that I think it just kind of like blends the lens into the <laughs> into his the surrounding. Body. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. The one that stood out for me was was the whole Chloe photo scandal, though. A, like a photo was posted of her that obviously was not edited and she looked great like but she's obviously got some body image issues and she explained that on her instagram as why she has all those which i totally get like yeah you know, you're different size shape than all of your family members and everyone thinks that you shouldn't be and that's unfair and but the photo itself was not that bad and she's like threatening like legal action against anyone who's posting it like it's, like, insane to think that these – I mean, it's, like, also upsetting, I think, from a public eye part where, like, I get that she's probably dragged a lot for her image, but, I mean, young girls look up to you and the fact that you're, like, horrified that some, like, unfiltered photo of you released, it just, like, what kind of image or what kind of mindset does that set for, like, young girls that look up to you where it's, like – yeah. God forbid we don't have a filter on that photo. Yeah, and I mean certainly her entire family has been like a very big influence in the impression of what the, you know, body image that 
females aspire to yeah. and everything like that is. So like you've kind of created a situation for for yourselves around people judging your shape if it's not the shape that you have been displaying because you've always been filtering your your photos. But, right. <laughs> but I just thought it was like, you know, it's one I thought that her statement that she made was was fine. Like mm-hmm. I can I can definitely understand that. It was the like going live with the really low sweatpants and like oh, sweater pulled yeah, up to like yeah. show off her body that I was like, okay, Chloe, like let's we calm get down it. a little bit. Just you know, you're thirty five. Like <laughs> we need you to just just rise above here kind of thing. So. I know. Like this is not the place oh. to be you know, putting all your your energy into. What she should be saving her energy for is the Keeping Up with the Kardashians reunion that Andy Cohen is going to be hosting, which I'm <laughs> real excited for. Yeah, it's such, like, a weird thing because, like, their show is obviously ending, but then they're, like, basically jumping right into a new show it, just yeah. on a different platform. So I don't really know what the reunion really shares, but I'm excited to find out. So he said, like, he hasn't said a lot, but he's basically said that it will cover all the seasons, 20 yeah. of them, which did not realize there was 20 seasons of this show. Oh, yeah. Um, And then it will also be in the format of, like, a Real Housewives reunion where, like, all bets are off. <laughs> but I just don't know if I believe that. Because, no, like, Chris is for sure giving a list of questions that are Yeah, on. and guarantee, like, the Kardashians are all executive producers on this. And so it's going to be no different than, like, the show where it's, like, what they want to see yeah. is what we, we see kind of thing. So, I mean, I'm sure there'll be something that comes out of it, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be quite as scandalous as, like, The Housewives or, or, like, any other type of, like, reality show tell-all kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. even, you know, after the final rose or anything like that. Because, like, yeah. just because of who gets to control the, the narrative around That's it. That's true. Right? So. Yeah. And I can't imagine that they would la- allow anything like that up there. But I do love... Andy Cohen, so I'm very excited. Yeah. It might be, you know, the fourth episode of the Kardashians that I will watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, it'll be fun to see. I guess I see what we learn out of it for sure. But yeah, speaking of um, The Bachelor, we had apparently both of the most recent splits. So the girl who was The Bachelorette this season. Or was supposed to be the bachelorette, and she lasted like two weeks. Um, because Claire. She, yes, Claire. She fell in love with Dale. And um, honestly, it seemed a little bit like he was forced into proposing <coughs> to her. Please don't die there. <laughs> they did. They did propose. Yeah, he proposed at the end. Like they Hello. left engaged. Okay. Um, and then there was like What's all their this... current state. Are they engaged? No, no, no. Still? There was like all this drama because they ended their engagement. I can't remember if it was like right. I think it was right in the new year. And like he released a statement on Instagram, and then she came out and was like, "Uh, the first I heard of this like joint release statement was like from Instagram, and my heart's broken." Blah blah blah. And then. But now they're back together. Apparently, as of this week, they've been posting each o- about each other on Instagram. Like, very well, interesting. You know, their names rhyme, so like <laughs> that to me is like really the only criteria on meant to be ness. And uh, so, power to them, Claire and Dale. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting. She was not my favorite bachelorette because obviously, like, she gave nobody a chance. And then she would, like, come around and be all, like, huffy-puffy that they weren't, quote-unquote, giving her a chance. And it's like, you're clearly obsessed with one person, so. (laughs) Herself. But... (laughs) (laughs) What are they supposed to do? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Um... And then it was also rumored that Matt, this past season bachelor, who just, they like just announced that they broke up, I don't know, not even, a, the season didn't even end a month ago airing. Yeah. And they were not together. Apparently he flew the girl, Rachel. Because their breakup was largely around the racial yes. issues that she was a bit problematic with on yes. during, before the season. Yeah. Likely jury. Right. Um. So he apparently flew her down to New York for a little visit, but then subsequent, it's some girl, some other girl has come out being like, "Oh, he was DMing me like two days before he flew her down." Yeah, a mess. (laughs) I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like, I've heard that there's like a side piece happening here for for Matt. So, (laughs) but then Claire, Claire came out with some like snarky things about Matt as well where like someone had said something about like I knew you should have trusted Matt and she just like Instagram storied it with the little eyeball emoji like shifty eyes kind of thing yeah so she did have so Matt originally was supposed to be on her season because what right. happened was like a year what I mean a year ago they were going to start filming and then the shutdown happened so he was cast on her season shutdown happened they didn't end up meeting then he has this like charity food tour type thing that he does with another so a guy who was on the bachelorette like two seasons ago so he was doing some interview about his charity and they asked him about the bachelorette and he was like oh i'm excited to meet her you know whatever and she came out and was like i don't not naming him but it was clearly about him being like, I don't want anyone on my season who's like using it to um, give themselves a better name. Blah, oh my blah, god, blah. that's everyone who goes on it. And she's like, I'm here for love. And it was like, okay, you're. I think you're taking this out of context because yeah. I, you know, like it, this is a different situation. But also, like you've been on the show six times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then, but then after kind of like Black Lives Matter you know, picked up with the events in the summer. They just named Matt the Bachelor right away and he didn't right. go on her season because he was already named the Bachelor. So I right. think she's just a baby, Claire. Yeah. But like clearly yeah. he also can't be trusted in this situation. Yeah, I mean I think they both have their faults there, but I just thought it was interesting that she would weigh in on right. Matt and Rachel when like, you know, those in glass houses. Kind of Stay thing. in your lane, perhaps. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, we do have some sad news from our from to update everyone on from our last yeah. episode, um, namely that unfortunately DMX did not make it and was declared dead after being in a vegetative state this week. So that was was really sad to hear. Yeah. As well as, I mean, not necessarily surprising because of his age, but Prince Philip passed away this week too yeah not surprising as well because he did spend like a month in the hospital earlier this year and when he was released like he was not looking well 
Well, he's 99, so like I think that's as best as you're going to get. But um, it sounds like Prince Harry is going to head home to go to yeah. funeral. Megan is not joining, which, you know, I'm sure she had no excitement to do that. But she is also pregnant, so a little harder to get there. But, yeah. Um, can't wait to hear the family drama. That will be an interesting family reunion, I must right? say. Because right. and... sounds like they haven't really spoken since the interview. Yeah. But I think that is, you know, I can't really imagine that the reputation would have been at all repairable if Prince Harry was not going to it. So right. hopefully that that something good comes out of, out of it. Um, my only question is, like, do you think he lives long enough to hear the re-release of Fearless? Because <laughs> it was the same day, and I just want to know if he got to the vault songs or not. <laughs> like, did he make it through all the vault songs? I'm yeah. sure Queen E had it going. Yeah, because like now, like like now, Queen Elizabeth has some like real emotion that she can listen to this this album Although, with here. So, like everyone that has basically visited the palace and like come out as like she's doing fine, like she yeah. was okay, you know. Like basically, <laughs> I think uh, my personal thought is that when he was released from the hospital, it was kind of just like go home and like spend your last days at home yeah Yeah. that was my thought because he really like did not look great um in those like limo photos of him coming home so i'm sure she had like kind of come to terms with it but they have been together for 73 years yeah that's insane it is totally yeah i mean and he was 99 so yeah he, like, next year, he was supposed to get a letter from Liz commemorating his 100th birthday, so he didn't make it for that. I didn't know that she sends letters to commemorate people's 100th birthday. <laughs> if you live long enough, I'll make sure you get one. Thank you. Do you I think... guess it won't be from her. No. Probably <laughs> It'll be William. From... Yeah, hopefully William. <laughs> or George. Um, do you think that uh, she will write herself a letter when she turns 100? what's the protocol there? i don't know i hope that she like is just like does like a tell-all in her letter at <laughs> just like spills all the beans steps down yeah. as the monarch and like moves on i don't know she'll never step down as the monarch not not well unless if it's going to charles she's living right. that out so that's actually but very he valid. did pass Prince Philip did pass on Charles and Camilla's wedding anniversary, so like I saw just, that. <laughs> no one likes Charles. <laughs> no. no. Oh, yeah, man. In some other kind of sad news, did you watch the Demi Lovato documentary? It wrapped up this week. Yeah, I finished the the last episode of it there this morning. I I don't know where I stand on it. Like it is super sad that her, you know, this person who had so much like success in her life and everything like is constantly needing to chase that high to feel good about herself and the situation Mm -hmm. that she's in i appreciate in the fourth episode that she finally like acknowledged the fact that she not that she wasn't acknowledging it before but that she like lives a life of privilege and you know not everyone will be able to have like a care manager, which I don't understand what that is, um, a therapist, like all these team members basically at her, at her side, you know, a lot of people who struggle with this, like struggle alone or, yeah. 
you know, struggle with like very limited resources and maybe can't afford to go to, you know, a great rehab center or, you know, take time off to go to rehab or whatever it is. Um, So it was nice to see her kind of acknowledge that piece. I was surprised that she spoke about how like the strategy she she's using at this point in time is like not restricting herself from things. So like if she wants to have a drink or get high, she's allowing herself. And I really loved Elton John being like, that's not going to (laughs) work. Okay. She did in this last episode have some big names in there. Like Christina Aguilera was record was um interviewed will ferrell um (laughs) with like weird those two were like kind of a bit weird where i was like okay like i guess but i I, elton john made sense to me because like he obviously went through a super public struggle with sobriety and has been sober 35 years i think he said in the thing so like Mm -hmm. kind of a voice of experience there but Will Ferrell was an unexpected sighting in the documentary. Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't the thing that was probably the weirdest to me throughout the entire series was like the people that are surrounding her, like, are all like I don't know, I guess I just figured that you're not probably not being your management company, you're probably not dealing with like the head of the management company as the person who's supporting you. Um so I figured it would be like delegated to someone who is you know younger and with it and like kind of relatable to Demi and instead like all the people like her security guards old (laughs) old men and I was like this is so bizarre you know other I mean Scooter I guess isn't super old but he's still like an you know it just was very odd to me that like now these are her like best friends and people she relies on most other than the like two couple that were yeah i felt really bad for her choreographer like i didn't know the whole brunt of this i did not know that like when it happened the overdose like she took the entire fall and you know they did discuss in earlier episodes that she was there that night but then went home it was her 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 birthday party it sounded like that and then Demi was like, stay out, stay out, stay out. And she was like, no, I'm I'm going home and left. Yeah. And then, you know, the news drops and she's the one that's blamed and people are telling her to like kill herself. I mean, yeah, she's like lost her job and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't know. People just need to get a life. Yeah. I don't know, though. I guess like watching all of this and I know that they kind of joke at one point on there about like, surviving like the the 27 curse or whatever um yeah which is like kind of a well-known age that some of the, the stars have really struggled with with drugs and alcohol have passed like in Winehouse and Brittany Murphy and um yeah. and I don't know to me I, I feel like this is like this was like watching a documentary that would have been released about someone who had died but before they had died like I just don't feel like she's going to have turned her life around. Yeah. I, I wasn't convinced that like her sobriety is stable and you know, she's never, she's never going to do these hard drugs again. And, and she said right in it, like heroin is no longer enough to get her high because the last time she did it was with fentanyl. Yeah. And, like that's well, super and she scary ad- to me. She admitted that, which I assume is the reason that she knows that heroin's like not enough to get her high anymore is that, she did heroin after her overdose, like two yeah. weeks after some intensive rehab program she was in. She like called up that the same drug dealer. 
yeah, who like raped her and everything like yeah. that. It just, I, I mean, that sounds like it was such a horrific experience and like one that I can't imagine, mm-hmm. you know, going through and how she's chosen to survive that and, and deal with those emotions and everything. Like that's, you know, I, I can't judge her on those kind of things, but um, I just worry that she's like still super vulnerable and like not, uh, you know, really recovered from this situation. And, and I think a lot of that has to do with like, you are, you know, in isolation and you're not yeah. really necessarily faced with the same like temptations and everything that if we weren't in COVID. And so I guess we'll see how that plays out once, uh, mm-hmm. so there's some normality back in the, the world here. We did finally get to see a little glimpse into her brief relationship with her boy, Max. <laughs> I wanted more on that, but she basically <laughs> just said, like, yeah, he obviously wasn't who I expected. And, like, I was kind of surprised by his mental breakdown afterwards. Kind of thing. And I wanted to be, okay, so uh, I wanted her to give us more details because, like, it sounds like he was putting on a front and, like, using her. But, I mean, he is an Emmy-nominated actor, so, like... (laughs) (laughs) Daytime Emmy, daytime Emmy. Per his Instagram bio. Um, (laughs) Also, every time I see it, I'm reminded how ugly that engagement ring was. She bought it for herself, right? I mean, well, like, I don't know. It kind of looked like, to me, like, it probably came from, like, the toy jewelry counter, so maybe he did buy it. (laughs) Uh, it was not nearly as nice as the World Series rings that came out. This Ooh, week, yeah, those are those. looking pretty great. The Dodgers got yeah. them, I think, yesterday at their home yeah. opener. Um, so they were lots of people showing them off. And yeah, it was kind of cool. The box they came in had like a highlight reel package in it, which like so you open the box and there was like a video screen in it that shared highlights of the, yeah. the World Series win and everything. If Those rings are segue crazy. Into, like the into segue into yeah, sports yeah. here. <laughs> I mean, well done. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but those rings are crazy. Like even the Super Bowl rings. I mean, the amount of diamonds that are on those things. <laughs> I mean, even like the Canadian Football League gets rings, and like <laughs> I don't know how they afford them <laughs> here. <laughs> but there must be some sort of like bulk discount or something on them. But right. They're pretty cool. They get bigger and bigger every every yeah, year. Yeah. So. Um the MLB All Star game also found a new home this week, so that was exciting yeah. news after they pulled it from Atlanta. Yeah, lots of drama going on in Atlanta but but going to Colorado, so um, you know, good to see MLB taking a stand against injustice and and things like that and and kind of I guess hitting them where it hurts in terms right. of like publicity and, and financial rewards and everything. So that's moved over to to where the Rockies play there. Um, and I wonder if uh, the Padres pitcher will be there. Joe Joe Musgrove just threw a no hitter. No hitter, the first one in the team's history. Um, yeah. And I actually read that the catcher, who apologies, don't know his name, um, but he was like the catcher for another no hitter in twenty. 19 and now i can't think of what team he was on but um i guess like kind of cool to be part of that experience for like two times because very rare that that happened yeah what i really liked about it was the game was being played in 
Texas and it was a sellout crowd <laughs> of like maskless, no social distancing. And so it's like you were literally risking a COVID death to go see your team get no hit. <laughs> so that was my favorite part of the whole situation. <laughs> Because COVID is still a real thing. Like, it is it is still happening. They, there's been a bunch of situations up here again, and obviously yeah. the Canucks are still on hold. But, Actually, no. Um, they just, as we're recording, announced that they are set to reopen practice facility on April 11th. So, tomorrow. tomorrow. And yeah. resume playing schedule on April 16th against the Oilers. Yeah, but... Um, there's still like still stuff spreading around like the yeah. Calgary hitmen who play in the same facility as the flames are now shut down because of the COVID case. Um, there's some curling championships here yeah. that are no longer able to go ahead because they're Things that hit Canadians by COVID. Yeah. Curling. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of sports going on up here. Jill, are um, we going to enter into another depression? Cause like I will have to <laughs> swerve the conversation here. <laughs> Well, thankfully, um, you know, the Calgary Hitmen aren't on, on air too much, so I don't really have to worry about, like, missing out on a game. Uh, and the curling championships, like, you know, all survive kind of thing, but, um. Good thing yeah, that the I mean, shutdown happened, um, after Canada had secured their spot for the Olympics. Like, they've already qualified yes. for the, what is it, the 2024 Olympics? Or no, yeah, 2022, Olympics, yeah. 2022, yeah. But, I mean, there's still, there's still impacts it. And like, and then other sports too, right? Like, Masters still doesn't have any fans there. Um, except for Rory McElroy's dad, who's probably wishing he wasn't there. <laughs> right? He like hit, like Rory teed off and like somehow managed to hit one of very few spectators and it was his dad. The best part is like, he wasn't even upset about it. Like, the caddy so was like, is that your dad? And he's like, yeah. I'm just imagining like the scenario of like if I was playing golf and hit my dad with a shot, like he'd be so mad at me. So <laughs> like, upset. It wouldn't matter that I'm playing in the Masters. He'd like full name me, like I would get Jillian, and it would be like very angry tone. <laughs> it's crazy though that there's like I mean, when you watch the playback, there's literally no people there. So like mm-hmm. The chance that you hit a spectator and that that spectator happens to be your dad is, like, so slim. <laughs> too funny. Um, but there was a hole-in-one today, too, which was kind of cool. The, the Canadian Corey Connors, which, like, when we're talking about Canadian sports, like, that's not the most Canadian name ever. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably wearing plaid at the Masters, but For sure. he had a hole-in-one, and so that's been kind of cool. That's exciting. I don't know the yeah. last time I've heard of, like, a hole-in-one at a major. Well, the, there was one, yeah, in the, like, I don't know what you'd call it, the Junior Masters or whatever, okay. earlier this week. There, oh, there was a hole-in-one in that, too. But so maybe this obviously, hole is just too easy. <laughs> I don't think they're playing on the same course, but, okay. um, or if they are, they're not playing from the same tee boxes. But it was still kind of cool, so just to kind of hear about them. It's such a fun thing to do. Have you been tracking um, any of the trades as we get closer to trade deadline here? For the NHL, yeah. I um I always kind of chuckle when like these things happen before the deadline because I think of like the announcers on Sportsnet or TSN or ESPN or whatever. <laughs> I'm sure there's no coverage in the States, but no, in Canada they have this. like full day <laughs> trade deadline panels, day. <laughs> trade deadlines and then they have to like 
stall for time when nothing's happening. And so when these trades happen before that, I just think of like poor James Duffy trying to get through a an afternoon here and, and really like. And then they just the repeat graphic. the same like sentence or the same like four trades that have already totally. happened like three weeks in advance. Yeah, and they're like trying to analyze like what trading a fourth round pick for a fifth round pick like really matters, <laughs> and, it, and like it doesn't matter. So. No. So, like, they haven't been blockbusters exactly happening already, but they are named players. Like, yeah. Columbus has obviously decided that they're going to be a seller, and so they're ship- they've shipped off a couple people, uh, Riley Nash and Savard. I'm sure Patrick Liney is probably hoping he's next on that, because I think that's been kind of I'm a pretty sure, like, Tortorella is <laughs> also hoping that he's next yeah. on that list. And then uh, Colorado traded for Devin Dubnik, which was interesting. Um, Who's they wanted their another goal right now. So, um, like, I don't. They seem very good, so to pick up like a goalie seems like an odd flex to me. Yeah, like I'm wondering if they're just thinking like if someone um, gets injured. Yeah, like something something to that extent. Like I don't know. I don't like they're not. They're not goalies that are going to like all-star games or anything True. like that in there. So I think they're, you're kind of goaltending by committee in that sense. And, yeah. and David, Devin Dubnik is like, he's not as good as he used to be kind of thing, but, um, they're, so he's still, the abs are like number one in the league or not in the league in their division. Um, yeah. But so I'm sure they're, oh, Gruber. Yeah. And I mean, they're number one because like their team yeah. top to bottom is like, extremely strong yeah so like the goaltending isn't quite as as big of a deal but i think that gives you some some more things to play maybe there's a trade that they're working on in another direction True. as well but True. they feel that they can um get by with these goaltenders there but, but we have yeah. heard of some i've heard of some players like getting benched technically to yeah not technically but yeah the, actually getting benched kyle palmary yes. and um which I did you see the picture? Because when he's now at the Islanders with Lou Lamorello, he has to shave all his facial hair, <laughs> so his beard and everything like that is is fully gone that he had with the Devils. He had to shave it in order to go oh go play. Which is I didn't know that Lou funny. requires that. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. Other than playoffs, I think that that's the only time he allows it. But otherwise, no one on his team can have any type of facial Interesting. hair. I mean, it has, he can't not allow it in playoffs because, like, hockey players are way too superstitious. And, like, to not be able to grow a playoff beard would be a big (laughs) no-no. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they kept, they kept, the Devils kept him out, obviously, before the trade happened there so that there was no, no risk, um, of an injury preventing the trade. And, um, but yeah, there, I mean, there's definitely some, some movement happening before the deadline here. Mm -hmm. So, but still some good players, like, on the, table so i mean i know especially in buffalo they're definitely going to look to sell what they can and i think i i would expect taylor hall to move yeah it's such a unique year because like you like taylor hall is a favorable contract because it's only for this year exactly the cap is flat next year right so you're not seeing any type of you can't really take on these big longer term deals which is crazy return because vancouver has made two big signings this week and like someone asked the gm well like aren't you worried about cap space and he was like no but he should be yeah yeah because they like extended their goalie that yeah uh, demko and then also um tyler pearson um to you know like bulky contracts and multi-year and everything and 
yeah, I mean, Jim Benning has definitely made some questionable uh, signings and, and decisions throughout his entire tenure with the, the Canucks. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't know, he said he's not worried about cap space, but the experts kind of say otherwise on, on that side of things. So. <laughs> I like how he's a GM, but, like, not an expert. We're not, <laughs> we're not classifying you as an expert, even though you should be, because that's your job. <laughs> Well, like absolutely not. You're not. No, you're not, no not an expert. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just well, I, I'm sure. Like I think the, is the deadline this week. Is I it think. Let me Monday. Look. Anyways, it's coming Some up here too. shortly. So certainly there'll be more things that we're talking about in our next episode around um, what's happened and who's gone where and who didn't go where. Yeah. The trade. Why do no things that I Google give me the actual date? It's just like here's the news. <laughs> here's the news about the trade trade deadline, but I'm not going to tell you what date it's. Ha- oh, April 12th, so Monday. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll be following the TSN trade tracker. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, we'll see if there's any games tonight or tomorrow where there's where there's players, players held sitting. out of them. So, yeah. can share anything breaking on our Instagram there. Um, any other exciting things you wanted to cover before we, before we sign off here? Nothing on my end, you. No, all good. Alrighty, well, I guess we'll talk to you next week then. Bye, Joe. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at WeTalkExtensively and on Twitter at TalkExtensively. See you next Tuesday.